Hi, welcome to Crystal Clear. Today's episode, I've had a lot of people actually reach out and ask me, you know, what is intentional time? You mentioned that on your podcast and you talk about it in your coaching. What does intentional time look like for you? So I just wanted to jump on and do a a quickie and just talk about what intentional time looks like for me, for myself, like what time do I take for myself? And then what that looks like for other people in my life. So I'll start with um, my kids. You know, what is what is intentional time with my kids look like? And, um, you know, with Tatum especially, like, they're all a little different. Um, I'll focus more on Tay and Brody today. But um, talking to her in her bed and just laying with her and giving her snuggles and kind of talking to her either first time, first thing in the morning when she wakes up or before she goes to bed at night. And she's always, always down for a head rub or a back scratch. So just spending that time with her bonding and having the physical connection as well. Um, I've really always valued, and this is for all of the kids, the chats in the car. So picking them up to and from school, I don't always get to do that because our lives are busy and we do have help that commutes the kids sometimes, or the older kids could be at their other parents' house. And now we actually have one driving, but you know, I find that that time in the car with them, you get to hear about their day. They're usually energized or extremely tired, who knows? And, and pointing out, you know, really understanding. I feel like those, those have been some of the most impactful conversations we've really had is chatting in the car. Like, you know, how do you feel today? What went on in school today? What's going on with your friends today? You know, just, I feel like that's always been a time where our kids are kind of the most lively and energetic to talk because I feel like once we're home, we, you know, at this stage in this chapter, all kind of disperse and go our own ways and have our downtime, which is much needed for all of us, allowing them to have their intentional time for themselves once we get home. So just making the best of those, those car chats, it's always been really great. Um, Tatum's always down for great shopping, shopping, walking. Um, We have a really cool kind of complex down by near where we live and um, we'll walk down and go to dinner and she loves the good sunset. So maybe taking her to the beach one day after school and getting someone to watch Brody or even taking them both and just putting her feet in the sand and, and watching the sun go down and listening to the way. I feel like both my kids really love the beach and love the water. So that's something that's very calming and nurturing for us. Um, we love our smoothie dates. So we kind of have an afternoon routine. I'll pick Brody up. I pick Tatum up. We go get a smoothie or I'll pick smoothies up for them. And, um, you know, so that those are fun little dates or just little quick runs to go pick out um, errands or anything like this. Inviting them to kind of go along with me. And even though it doesn't feel like it's, you know, necessarily one-on-one, for them to have the one-on-one and it's not all six of us as a family or all three of us as a mommy Tay bro unit, or, you know, I just, I feel like that one-on-one time with them with having four of them is just really, they all really thrive off of that. And so do we, you know, it allows us to really get to know them as individuals because they change so much and they're, 
I mean, they're so different on even a weekly basis that just really getting to know them and what's on their hearts and what's in their minds and what's going on in their worlds. And because our worlds are very different. I mean, all of them. We have four kids and they're all so uniquely different and they all go to different schools. They all have, you know, very different life dynamics. And that's one thing that I would love to, um, moving forward, get some more intentional one-on-one time with the older boys too, because I feel like that's important. And, you know, now that one's driving, it's, it's harder to get that obviously chats in the car time, but, um, but he's pretty good about coming down and chit chatting and, telling me and talking to me about what's going on in his world and very open. And I feel like we have a really great relationship there. Um, so yeah. And the kids having that time together too, because again, there are different ages. So it's, it's different for them at this stage in life as teenagers, they're not quite as close of a unit. I mean, you, their unit's just a little different than it was when they were, you know, all small and Hey, let's go jump in the pool together after school. And it's just, it's not like that anymore. So it's bittersweet. Um, there's something beautiful about every phase, but, um, just, just hoping that they make that time and encouraging them to get that time for each other too. um, taking them to sports activities, just the two of us or as a family and just really honing in and making sure that I'm present when I'm there. Like, I don't like to take a book or be on my phone if I'm watching her cheer or play volleyball. Like I really just want to be all in, like I'm that mom that takes all the pictures and all the videos, but just being present when I'm there and I'm at any of those events and it almost hurts my heart sometimes and not judging, but you know, I realize we all have busy lives, but I just, your kids are looking back at you and they're watching to see if you're watching. And so I just really try to be as present as I can with them in the moments that even we are at the big events and the sporting events. And, and I'm not always present. Like, trust me, I have to catch emails on the fly. I have to answer phone calls on the fly, but I really try to get those things done outside of being with them when it's our special time, like in the car after school, for example, I might be wrapping up calls, but I really try to wrap things up before they get in the car. So they don't have to a hear my conversations and B, I just, you know, they have my undivided attention. Um, Tatum loves to bake. So we make time to bake something or cook something together and have some pool time or listen to music or do crafts. And, you know, just really, I try to get a glance into her world and and leave it up to her too. Like, what what is it that you want to do? And honestly, it's usually the simple things. It's the laying on the couch and snuggling or, you know, if she has to read a book for school, reading's not her favorite pastime and it wasn't mine either at her age, but laying with her while she does that. Um, And with Brody, you know, the difference between 13 and and three, again, I mean, the first and foremost is the snuggles, like the morning snuggles and knowing that if we have somewhere to be in the morning, I make sure to wake him up a little extra because he really needs and loves and does so well when he has that individual snuggle time in the morning. And even if there's a nanny taking him to school that morning, you know, they do the same thing just to make sure that he's, it's almost like a connection time and a grounding time. And I mean, even for myself, like I like to have that with Matt in the morning when I wake up, like I don't like Maybe on the days when I have to get up at five o'clock to go teach my 545 class, I still like reach over and snuggle him and make sure I have that connection time in the morning. And I just, 
I don't know. I've, I've always loved that myself. So I try to provide that to my kiddos, even though it doesn't always happen. Um, reading books for Brody is a big thing. He loves to read books and I'll grab a handful of them and mostly about trains and Halloween at this point in time. He's really obsessed with Halloween right now. Um, but yeah, just sitting down and we'll read six, seven books sometimes, and then we'll read them over and then we'll read them again. And then we'll look at the pictures and then we'll find everything in the pictures. But it's so much fun to be in this stage because I feel like when Tatum was that age, I didn't always take the time because I didn't always have the time. So that's something I'm really trying to treasure and soak in is that the intentional time of being still in the simple things. You know, when we're taking a walk, I know when I take a walk with him, he's going to want to get out of the stroller or he's going to just want to walk without a stroller. And it's not going to be a fitness walk for me. So I can't set that expectation of wanting to do some, you know, extravagant walk or run. It's let's stop and let's look at the flowers or let's see the caterpillar and let's watch him walk on the road or like, let's count the gecko's toes and, and really taking, let's smell the flowers, just taking time to really get, get in his world and embrace it with him instead of always being on the go or wanting to move through things. Because I feel like that's something that's been a really pivotal role in my growth is being able to come out of always wanting to go, go, go and move, move, move and do, do, do. I've allowed myself to take the time that I need and that they need to connect. Um, playing outside, we have a playset. Love playing with him on the playset and trains. You know, getting down and building the train track and changing the train track around and playing. You know, up, 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 down, down, down. All the trains, all the time. He loves them. He's like really big into imaginary play right now, so it's been really fun to dabble into more of that with him and just really um just really have the magic of childhood. I feel like it really is a way for me to reparent myself and it's been very healing and sometimes it's really exhausting. But I know that like when I'm when I walk in the door after being gone all day, I know that I can't get straight to cooking dinner. I can't like I need to make sure and mentally prepare to give at least 10 to 15 minutes to my kids if they need and want the space with me. Because to them, that's what makes the difference. If I am to walk in the door and be like, I need to cook dinner. I need to do Yes, I, I need to do all those things. But it doesn't have to be done right then. So allowing myself the space and time or asking for help to get some of those other things done or ordering groceries instead of going to the grocery store or ordering food instead of cooking dinner, you know, whatever it, whatever it takes for me to be able to spend that time, I've learned to prioritize that in our world. We love painting. We've been a very artsy family and I feel like it's very therapeutic to paint. So I always love getting out the crafts and painting. And I remember there was a certain period of time before I became as aware as I am now that I would just like wouldn't pull the paint out because I didn't want anything to get messy. And it was just a whole big ordeal. And it's like, so what? So what if you pull the paint stuff out? We usually paint on this table on the lanai. And so what if it stays out overnight? You know, just make sure the paint doesn't dry up. And just having, again, a lot of it comes from releasing expectations and allowing myself to 
to flow. Um, love jumping on the trampoline and the swings and going to jungle gardens. I feel like when Brody was born, I became a Sarasota tourist and got tickets to all the places like we're members at Ringling and Selby and Jungle Gardens and Moat and all the different places because it's like, I realized how much I love that stuff. Like I didn't necessarily get to do a ton of that stuff. Um, you know, with my parents when I was a kid. So I like to provide those experiences for them. And I like to do the pass because then I don't feel obligated to like stay all day if I do the day pass. Cause it's like, yeah, we go, we stay 30 minutes. We want to leave, we leave. And it's been really great to, um, and also supporting, um, the different beautiful stuff we have in our community is really awesome. But it really comes down to like simple things like watering plants in the yard or watering the plants in the house. And Brody's his the sweetest little voice right now, but like, let me help you, mommy. Let me show you, mommy. Can I help you, mommy? And it's like, yes, you can help me. And again, knowing that if I'm allowing him to help me, just let him do it. Don't try to micromanage him. Don't try to do it my way. Let like let him explore his own way of doing things. And that's not something I necessarily always did with Tatum, even though she's turned out to be a beautiful, well-rounded child. And I do that now. Being able to have this parenting experience again makes me realize how much growth has come along in the process. I mean, that's the difference in 25 and 35 too. Um, We have a pond, love to feed the fish. And that takes me back to my childhood. I remember going to this place called Lake Ella and feeding the ducks and the fish and, and all the things with my parents, my grandparents. And, um, so I love to kind of carry on those fun little traditions and pool time. We love being in the pool and nature playing with bubbles. I mean, bubbles make everyone happy. If you don't like bubbles, I don't even know what kind of person you are. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. But bubbles are fun. Blowing bubbles, popping bubbles, all the things. Um, getting muddy, playing in the rain, love to play in the rain. I've always loved to play in the rain. And I feel like there's something to just getting dirty with your kids and playing in the rain and splashing in puddles and, um, just allowing the messy parts to happen. We, we create really beautiful memories and you don't need money for that. You don't need, you know, you just go outside. It's a very simple way to have so much joy and so much fun. Obviously, weather permitting, no lightning and things like that. But um, bath time, I found, is just a really fun time to kind of observe um, where Brody is and his learning and development and how he's playing with his toys and conversating. And it's just, it's, I've, I've, made a point to be present during that time and really try to connect and and make it intentional and fun and silly or whatever we want it to be that day. Water hose, there's nothing like playing with a good water hose. Um, and again, cost zero money. <laughs> I mean, if you have a hose, if you don't have a hose, you have a spigot. Playing in the water, like little simple things that I feel like I've grown into appreciating and loving more. And I got away from for a while. Um, you know, I've always appreciated it, but I feel like it was, again, the go, 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 the do, do, do. Um, Matt and I, our intentional time, you know, we have very busy lives. I mean, he's running a business and doing his own podcast and things like that and traveling for work and, 
you know, I have several things going on myself. So our date nights and intentional time has, they look different than they used to. Some of the great things that we like to do together, especially living more of a sober life now, um, you know, we don't go out. Typically we would, you know, before go to the Ritz, have a siren, have a glass of wine, something like that. But we don't, we don't really do that anymore. And I'm, we're kind of at the stage where we want to be home on the weekends. We're kind of homebodies. So, you know, whether it's watching a documentary on something together, both of us are a little bit more into nonfiction than we are fiction, but occasionally we watch a movie, especially with like, you know, all the kids and stuff like that. Or going to the movies. We like, we do like going to the movies if there's something out worth watching. Um, walking is a big deal. Like we have a, a really awesome, it, it sounds like a long, but I guess it is a long time, but we're very fortunate to have healthy, healthy minds and bodies and, and mindsets too. We have this six mile loop. <laughs> it's like a almost a two hour walk sometimes. Um, it's like six to eight miles. I don't even know how long it is, but that's like, we try to do that at least once a week, but otherwise we'll do a shorter loop and just have our walk dates, like no technology with us, just him and I, we can walk, we can connect, we can get some sunshine, enjoy the weather enjoy each other. Sometimes we talk a lot. Sometimes we hardly talk at all, but it's just being out and being with each other and being able to connect. And it doesn't necessarily always need to be entertained, if that makes sense. And kind of have a loop where we walk and we'll grab a crop smoothie and then we'll finish our lap and um, always enjoy a good workout together as well exercising together is always, I mean, that's how we met (laughs) and that's, will always be something that we do together that we love. And, um, that's, you know, it's things that are nurturing for our bodies right now. I feel like we're really in this realm of, of being very kind of holistic in our approach to life and, um, and connecting to ourselves and to others and to our, responsibilities. And so we really enjoy going to the Ohm shop and doing sound baths. And we do those together. They have a, a shaman there, Don Reed Simmons, who's amazing. And he leads in a really great guided meditation sound bath. And so we do that. We try to do that like once or twice a month or so and do our Simon's dates and get lunch and kombucha. And, um, you know, and sometimes we go out to dinner, but honestly, we've really simplified a lot of things in our life. And it really, it feels great to have that simplicity. And for me, even if it's laying out on the porch swing and just hanging out and listening to the fountains outside or taking a walk in the yard and just enjoying being home, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a walk out you know, six miles <laughs> sounds a little crazy, <laughs> but, um, but we love it. But yeah, just taking a little walk after work and connecting before the sun goes down, which I'm sad that the time's going to change soon. I don't like that time change, but I'm not going to resist it. I'm going to be open to it and just walk in the dark. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've really just simplified a lot of things. And to me, that allows for me to be very present with intention. Cause I find myself when we do go out and about, you know, you, it never fails. You run into someone, you know, and then you start talking to them and, you know, it just, the more energy you invite in your surroundings, I feel like the more it kind of pulls you away from 
the intentionality. For me, it does anyway. I can't speak for all of you guys or for anyone else, but for me, the more energy I invite into my world, the less I have to pour into being intentional and really listening and really connecting. So yeah, that's just, I wanted to, I felt pulled to come on and just really kind of explain what that intentional time looks like for me and my family. And, you know, with the older boys, they're busy and love to connect with them when we can. And, um, you know, Matt is a little bit more one-on-one with them on the weekends because, you know, they come to see dad and I'm usually busy taking, you know, other activities and stuff like that. But we really love that intentional time as a family, whether that's going to visit my in-laws or we try to, you know, take the big kids out to dinner sometimes to just connect with them. And then we'll all go out to dinner. And it's all of us are just making time to sit around our dinner table, even if it's a night that we order pizza and just connecting on our week. And it's a busy season of life and we all have a lot going on. So just making sure that we get that connection time and getting back to and something we used to do quite often and we actually haven't recently, but need to get back to our family meetings. We would have like a family meeting either every Saturday or Sunday morning where we'd sit down and kind of do our like MEPS check-in. Like how are we feeling mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? And we each kind of go around and talk about how we're doing, kind of where we are, and then what's going on in our world. And um, this is actually inspiring me to get back there. And then we'll talk about, you know, what the schedule is like for the coming week and if there's anything that they have going on that they want to share or anything that they're, you know, that's come up for them that they, you know, need to clear the air about or talk to us about. Um, if there's any trips they want to take or any, you know, intentional time or anything they want to do with friends or us or, you know, so just kind of leave that open and leave it like a safe space for us to talk as a family. And we'll, um, we'll get back to those now because we got pretty busy for a while and got away from them. So it's always great to get back to, um, that connection time. And this, this episode has inspired me to do that. So we will be getting back to our family meetings and I'll keep you posted on those. And maybe I'll jump on and do a quick one on, you know, a little bit more in depth of what those look like and what they could look like for different ages, because we found them very helpful for us and really being able to kind of connect with our kids and also show our kids what it's like to sit through, you know, not a super formal meeting, but just an interactive meeting. Because I think with their generation, with technology and stuff, sometimes they don't get a lot of that face-to-face time like that. Um, so yeah, thank you for tuning in today. And I appreciate your intentional time um, listening to my podcast. So I hope you have a beautiful day filled with love, happiness, and joy.